from the Academy Award-winning writer-director duo, The Coen Brothers. What is this? Obviously, you're not a golfer. Jeff Bridges stars as the dude. Cocktail. Careful, man, there's a beverage here. Ah! Are you employing Mr. Lebowski? I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. In the cult classic, The Big Lebowski, John Goodman as Walter. Lucy. Lucy! You didn't think I was rolling out of your naked, did you? Oh, hold on! Julianne Moore as Ma. Was that yoga? It increases the chances of conception. Increases. Steve Buscemi as Donnie. They post the next round for the tournament. What do we play? And John Turturro as. Jesus. You said it, man. Woo! The Big Lebowski. Welcome to Midnight Movies. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Thanatos Kane, but I never do this alone because if I did it alone, then aliens would probably come in and invade us all. Probably burn my house, his house. Probably my neighbor's house, too. The great captain is here. Captain Mike, how you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. And I also heard if you did it alone, you'll go blind. So it's always good to have a partner. Yes, it is. Of course. And uh, we're doing one of your uh, picks, I guess. Well, yeah, this, this is. Month. Yeah, this. I don't. This wasn't one of our. Was this one of our choices? Yeah, I think this was. Um, I think this was '90s. I think this was one of our our, our movie choices. Mm-hmm. Um, that we all we were picking different movie categories to do, and yeah, this one was my '90s one. I sort of did a thought. I would. I thought I, I chose '90s for the um, Demolition Man, but I. I think that one I did. I, I chose that one for action instead. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is our comedy. '90s, and I, not comedy, just straight '90s, because I just this movie, I feel like encompasses the '90s. In so many ways, uh, when I think about the '90s, I think about the director. I think about the cast. There's just so much about this that just screams '90s to me. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was I was balancing between this and like a, a Smith movie, but I, I thought this one was gonna this would be a lot better fit. Man, we'll do the Smith trilogy eventually. We'll we'll hit, we'll hit those. Yeah, we'll do we'll the Hughes. And by the way, uh, I just want to ask you one question before we go on. Does this carpet tie the room together? It does. Yes, it, it does. does. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. Oh yeah. Um, well, what's that smell? One, I was gonna say this is one of my probably like probably like my hidden gem movies. Not too many people know about this flick. I mean, but I quote this movie literally all the time, every day of any day, uh, especially that one line with the rug. I mean, Jesus Lord. I mean, this is probably like, and this is like a, so far fetched for Jeff Bridges too, because Jeff Bridges, I think he was coming off the remake of True Grit. I think I uh, could be wrong. This. No. Yeah. No. Was True Grit later? True Grit was much later. Or was it much earlier? Uh, I know Tron Legacy was after this. Dude, we're t- this is a 1998 movie. I know. You're you're you're, you're like. You're, you're, my my way ahead. You're way ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. Let's see here. No, the Big Lebowski. He just gotten done with Wild Bill, White Squall. The mirror has two faces. The mirror has um, he, he was in his more artsy films, I think, at this time. Blown away. 
Yeah, it wasn't the Muse. Okay, so it was afterwards. Yeah, no, dude, you're talking, like, True Grit was a few years just not removed, I think. Yeah, True Grit, actually a decade ago. So, yeah, you're you're 12 years off. (laughs) Did he win the Oscar for that one? Uh, Nominated uh, Academy Award Best uh, Best Actor. I'm trying to think. He he did win one for something. Was it Wild at Heart? Where he was like the old school country singer, down on his luck. I don't think again he was nominated. I don't see now. He was always. I know he's been nominated. One. He hasn't won anything. It doesn't look like. You sure? I thought I'm he looking won through one. his history here, and I don't see one. That's shocking. I no. thought he won one. No, the uh, yeah, Tron, you had Tron Legacy and True Grit were the same year, by the way. Oh, okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So uh, okay, okay, here we go. So no, what? also executive. Okay, no, it was that was yeah, Crazy Heart. Yeah, he did uh, also executive producer and Academy Award for best actor so that's the only one he's got yeah so we're not even in the jeff bridges a concept if there ever was one but um this is a it's a weird one i I mean people would say it's a weird movie but i i thoroughly enjoy it but um i'm sure we'll be talking about it as we go along yeah i mean it's it's a story without a story i mean this it's it's a it's the seinfeld of movies you know, when you really sit yeah, down yeah, and look at the story itself, there's really no logic to the mo- to it. Uh, really, no end. Uh, it just <laughs> no, be- just not really a beginning. Not either. really begin. Yeah, it just sort of goes on. But again, I just think you know that you're looking at the Coen Brothers. Uh, you're looking with you know just like the cast itself, and you actually sit down and look at the cast. Uh, it's just the who's who and who will be. You know, at the time. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, the, and the Coen Brothers, I think, are coming off Fargo, I believe, was their, the previous movie before this one. So, yeah, because I think Fargo was two years before this, so, and then Fargo was nominated, I think, for an Oscar. So now they got this one, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think people knew what to make of this movie. That's what I think it was. It was like it's a Coen Brothers movie. Is it serious or is it a comedy? We don't know. That's the Coen Brothers. So. Yeah, and again, it's it's it is it's a mixture of both. It's it's got humor to it. It's satirical. Uh, you yeah, know. but it got some violent scenes in it too. Oh, it does. It does. <laughs> Especially one of my favorite actors in this movie is John Goodman. I thought he was brilliant in this movie. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. So, I guess we should stop talking and uh, start playing it. it. No, yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's do the countdown, kids. All uh, right. Well, I'm make sure does everybody got their white Russians. Got your Caucasian right Oh, you go? know what? I was oh. Store closing earlier, preventing me from getting. I was that I was thinking about getting a white Russian, but anyway, whatever you got, kids, alcohol beverage. Uh, I'm gonna cue this up, and uh, I always go by three seconds. So, three, two, one, and hit play. And there we are. This is a universal picture. Like Universal's opening, not as great as the Fox fanfare, but you know it's not bad. Well, I think this was the this kind of took the place of the Fox fanfare for the for the nineties because mm. you got to think of you know all the movies that Universal had out. A working title production, <laughs> and again, some of the we we talked about you know the last couple of movies we've been doing. Uh, this one hits it with on all four cylinders, I think, with soundtrack. It's not rock. Yeah, it's not metal. It's another it's not, one. It's one that really hits it. The, the soundtrack 
capture something. Uh, I think this one and around the same time, a little well, actually a few years before this, uh, you look at like Pulp Fiction, you know, a very odd movie when you're first watching it, but that soundtrack just draws you in. And what better voice to start you off with than Sam Elliott? As the stranger. I mean, it just... Oh, my God. I want Sam... You know what? To, to quote Kevin Smith, I want Sam Elliott to narrate my death and be at my eulogy. And I'm um, Jeffrey. Uh, he, he was going to the grave and he lived a weird life. <laughs> Always remember... I like this imagery right here with the... um. I guess, what is it? Branch or something? No, it's a tumble. Kind of like... Tumbled, yeah. yeah the, the, it kind of looks like it's the, the song. Of the song is called "Tumbling Tumbleweeds," and there's okay, a tumble, tumble, tumbleweed, tumbleweed okay. coming, going through LA. Benito, that's a real place, isn't it? I think I've been to Benito's when I visited LA. Now, this movie, unfortunately, hit number ninety-eight for nineteen ninety-eight. By the way. Really? Yeah, it was released January, so it was a it was an early runner, uh, in between uh, half baked and uh, fifty four. So not you know didn't didn't pull in a lot again. Coen Brothers, this was only their fifth movie. You had Barton Fink, you had Fargo. Uh, I think it was something a little different, you know, for, yeah, for the standard off Fargo. Yeah, for the for your standard movie going audience. Uh, definitely something different. It wasn't wasn't an easy. But you pill can to see swallow. the you can see the Fargo flavor in this. Oh movie yeah, too. well you could you yeah. Well, you saw the Cohen's flavor to it, and that's that's what mm-hmm. again. I wasn't a big Fargo fan uh, I because lo- I, I, I wasn't used Fargo. to it. But this one this this movie was my was my intro to Fargo or to the Cohen Brothers, and it made me accept like open up to the other ones. I guess mm-hmm. you 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 need that easy pill to swallow with them, and for me this was that this one. And then it opened me up to going, okay, now I'm getting this. Yeah. Uh, Ralph's liquor or Ralph's grocery store. That is the, uh, the Winn Dixie of, um, West Coast, by the way. Yes, it is. I used to go to Rock and Roll Ralph's and on the Sunset Strip all the time. Just make sure you wear your masks when you go to Ralph's. Yep. Ralph's. It's always like that. <laughs> Ralph's. <laughs> Ralph's. Uh, you, you guys ever watch any of the old 90s shows? Uh, like Roseanne, you would see Ralph's. Cereal, but they wouldn't have the Ralphs would be read read it out, and it would just be like this oval red circle. Yeah, you gotta think that this movie, nineteen ninety eight, had Titanic, Armageddon, Saving Private Ryan, or something about Mary. You're talking like big heavy hitters. So yeah, definitely uh, yeah. Goodwill Hunting, Deep Impact. I mean, this this was the year of the. There we go. I love this. That's horrible, dude. Oh, I got a penis rug. Someone's gonna piss on your rug. That's horrible. (laughs) 
<laughs> I got a shirt. I think I showed you. One of the best things I ever bought. Basically has like the um the old school Batman logo, but it has like the Lebowski's face on there, and it's like Bat Dude. Or no, it's called, it's called the Dude. I love that shirt. Yes, kids, if you didn't notice, and, and this movie was basically made when you guys were born, and he and he looks like Fat Thor, this is where the idea came from. Basically a straight-up ripoff. I think there's a scene later on when they do the musical number, hysterical. I die laughing when I see that. Oh, yeah, she's uh, dressed up. Yeah, like style. yeah. Hysterical. John Goodman, probably one of the world's most underrated actors. John Goodman. People oh, think not Rogue. anymore. Not anymore. He's oh not no, no, yeah, not not <laughs> anymore. But I'm saying, like, around this time, I think he was still doing Roseanne, and he was just known as that comedic actor, and he was on Saturday Night Live hosting for so many times. But you know, as his career has you know progressed, he's become a great dramatic actor. Now, who you they, need? There's somebody in here you need to look out for. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Who's that? Mark Pellegrino. There you go. Of Supernatural and Lost Fame. That's right. And I think he was in that TV show, 13 Reasons Why, as a sheriff. I mean, not that I watched it, but I do follow his career. Yeah, it's we funny. Should, as, you, as you watch this movie, there's one thing you'll notice. You'll never see Jeff Bridges' bowl. No, no. Ever. I think he has his shoes on and, and a bowling ball, but he doesn't bowl. Yeah, him, him, and I don't think you just, you don't think you see John Goodman either. Dude, John Goodman is brilliant in this movie. I love his character. Yeah, you gotta do a lot of that nowadays. Reminds me of a story when I went to I went to um, Boardwalk Bowl. You know that's at Boardwalk Bowl yeah. back in the day, and uh, I went there with a couple of friends of mine. and got so hammered that I left with the bowling shoes on. Didn't realize it till I got home. <laughs> so. Um- John Goodman's character Walter is actually based partly and kind of loosely on legendary screenwriter John uh, Milas, uh, basically because he's he's like full on right wing gun nut love with the military. So if yeah. any, anybody's familiar with conspiracy theorists too, big time, I yeah. think. Because so the guy was very pa- paranoid about everything. <laughs> the Chinaman is not <laughs> Yeah, okay, so yeah, so if you guys are in it, John Milas, he he's the one that did uh, Apocalypse Now. 
two Dirty Harry movies. Oh, so, okay. So very. Uh, he also uh, he was right, wrote and directed uh, uh, Wind in the Lion, Conan the Barbarian, and Red Dawn. So, so if anybody's curious, uh, so the original Red Dawn, yeah, not the remake, right? Yeah, okay. Right. I love Steve Buscemi. The guy can literally do no wrong. No, he cannot. In fact, uh, he always uh, always uh, rolls a strike in this movie. Yeah. Till the very end. I saw a movie probably about a couple months ago that he was in. It was um, called Ghost World. He was really good in that movie with a young Scarlett Johansson. Speaking of a, a, a ghost world, or, or don't forget, uh, Je- Jeff Bridges' is uh, R.I.P.D. Good movie. Good movie. You uh, like that movie? I love that movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. Him and Reynolds it's, together. Reynolds, yeah. yeah. I thought it was it was just a fun movie. It was just I mean it's what 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 do you expect for the concept of death after you know a police you know career in a police department I, I, after I like the idea of it. Well, it, it, I, mean, I it think it took the, a twist it in the comic, but you know it, it took a twist. Well, it had comedic moments, uh, but you know it, I think it was great. You know, it took the idea from uh you know from Beetlejuice how you know there's a thing after death. Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Again, just another another great, you know, casting. I mean, if you look at everybody on here. To me, his name on the when he's when he got his name on the map for me, it wasn't Chipotle, but when he was the the villain of Mission Impossible Three. I loved him in that movie. I'm gonna take her and I'm gonna hurt her and I'm gonna twist her around. Like his like whole just demeanor in that movie was really cool. Yeah, Nebraska got a lot of kids. <laughs> God, I would have loved to have seen what he could have done with the penguin. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I think he would have just crushed it. You also get a, another great villain in this movie of, of, of a, a movie we've already done because you don't you don't you, you got two two Lucifers in this movie. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, well done, sir. Well done. Yeah. Plays a small role, but you know, Peter uh, Stormar. Look at that, David Huddleston. A Blazing Saddles fame. Exactly. And the actual Big Lebowski. The actual Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's, most people think it's it's Jeff Bridges, but no, this is no, it, this is the movie. The, it's this about is the name, him. Yep, the movie namesake is about him. I always think of Blazing Saddles when I think of him. Yeah, I watched that uh, last week. I think it was on Hulu. Uh, that movie's so good. Did I hear any of that? Did I hear big English? 
No, man. Did he say eviscerated? Yeah. <laughs> Every time a rug is eviscerated. <laughs> These guys definitely have gone into the school of Tarantino as far as dialogue. They're they're heavy dialogue guys. Well, I think these guys were around way before Tarantino. Yeah, I'm just saying like they have that vibe of Tarantino. He's like very heavy dialogue, and these characters all have heavy dialogue. Even like the minor characters. I mean, they they do they do their own thing. Yeah. I think, well, if anything, they're they're definitely influenced by the same cast or same same type of movies as uh, as he is. I mean, you could tell they're, they're big Blazing Saddles fans. The dude minds, man. <laughs> you hockey fans out there for uh, the Philadelphia Wings. Uh, Ron Ryan, who uh, was uh, also named the dude, that line where he talks about, I'm the dude, so you that's what you call me, you know, your highness or your dudeness. That, it, that used to play every time he would come out to, out onto the ice. <laughs> I believe Huddleston passed away, or Huddleston, in 2016. Rest in peace. Big bag of wind, as we would say. So they, they've always kept dude's income a secret. They never mention it. Just now he's got money. He's cheap ass though. Yeah. Uh, but actually in the, in the uh, first script, the dude was actually going to be the heir to the Rubik's Cube fortune. That would have been cool. And then, but they decided just to keep his, his, you know, his income. Unknown. Unknown, yeah. Kind of like Tommy Wiseau. Yep. And a Miss Tara Reed. Yeah. Miss 90s herself. Yep. Of Sharknado fame. Yes. <laughs> of, of many others, but American Pie. All those teeny You know who else was considered for that role? And I, it'd be kind of interesting to see her doing it. Ooh. Charisse Theron. Ooh. Was actually uh, was considered for the what role of What was she doing around this guy? God. I don't think she was doing much, right? She was still I think she was pretty young. I mean, if she was, you know, to be. You know, to be picked, you know, along with... Um, For a Coen Brothers movie? Man. Yeah. I'm shocked she didn't do it. It seemed like something she would do. When she did Eon Flux, oh, we all have our stinkers. Is that what she was doing at this time? I don't think so. I'm, I'm just guessing. Oh. I don't think she was doing Eon Flux. I'm not saying she did Eon Flux. Yeah. Let's see. 98. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, she just come off of The Devil's Advocate. I forget. I always forget that she's Ooh, in The Devil's Advocate. Oh, yeah. That's, right, that's right. But she, that year, did Celebrity in Mighty Joe Young. Oh, my God. So. Uh, With that horrible CGI. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yep. I mean, she's been around. I didn't realize that she started so young. 
She was in that thing you do. Well, that was one of her first ones. Uh, I didn't realize she was in there. Good old fun movie. Ooh, do the thing you do. I love that song. Punch of fucking Pomeranian. If anybody, I love the way Bashemi. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. No, you good. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that I love the way Bashemi acts when he's not saying anything. Oh, that's, in the background. That's perfect. That's that's a perfect actor. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't. It, you literally, emote. he's doing nothing. He's yeah. just emoting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play in a pool league around here in Central Florida. You don't say. Uh yeah, uh, not a bowling <laughs> league, but a pool league. Oh, I know. Uh, and we've um we our team so used to go to a lot of the you know final competitions around here. Uh but the type of character that John's playing right now, that's not that far off. The, 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 you've got some that are so stickler to rules that like are just nuts, um, and you just yeah, I, I, nobody's ever pulled a gun. But there were a few moments, you know, a few times, I was like, "Are they going to?" Uh, where's the staff member when I, uh, there's a guy holding the gun inside a bowling alley. Where's the police? Well, they're calling. It's again, dude, it's the nineties LA. <laughs> Cops take their time. The, yeah. We'll be there like three hours. They, they, they got other things to do. Yeah. No. Talks just running around. First time I saw that, I always thought the dog was in a carrying case. And every yeah. time I saw the dog walking around. <laughs> but no, what I was going to say earlier is any, if anybody ever is feeling spiritual about the dude, there is a religion that you guys can uh, go look up and uh, become part of. So if anybody is, is interested. Ask, what is it called? Dudism? Uh, I believe so. Or the or dude... Oh well, look at you're right. Look, look, look at the cops. <laughs> I told you <laughs> that is that's prices right there. So yeah, it says uh, court, uh, it was founded in 2005. Uh, the, uh, the religion you're right, Judaism, is devoted largely to the philosophy and lifestyle of Jeff Bridges's character. Uh, it has ordained over thirteen or sorry, one hundred and thirty thousand Dudist priests. Ooh, via I website. Uh, me too. I, I want to be. Yeah, I've, send me that. I want to be a Dudist priest, man. Are I'm ordering an ordained minister. I want to be a Dudist priest. I want to be a Dudist priest. Oh, yeah. Screw that, man. All right, guys. So, uh, that probably will be posted on our Facebook page sometime this yes. week. How to become an ordained in Dudism? You guys will know. Nice, easy drink to make white Russians. Yep. Just and you, you know that who that picture is of? That's Richard Nixon. Exactly. Playing uh, bowling where? And bowling. Uh, is, the, is it the White House? Yes, sir. The, the White House bowling alley. Which is so funny when you think about the type of character that the dude plays to have a Richard Nixon. So, wait. You put the vodka, then the Kahlua, then milk? We always... Uh, 
this is a mixing mixology 101 you always put the liquor first that's okay. the base that's why it's always funny when people say you know i want a vodka cranberry that's how you want to say it because you want to order the drinks poured uh, a lot so of people will call it vodka. cranberry vodka then you what you really are getting is cranberry with vodka on top nobody wants okay. that no. that always should be a joke i know it's a with uh, with when I used to work in the bar industry, that if somebody ever ordered that, well, I knew a bartender that would literally pour somebody cranberry with a splash of vodka on top, because that's how they uh-huh. ordered it. Hmm. And I'm sure you don't know who that person is, by the way. I'm sure I do. <laughs> that is a nice rug, though. It does tie the room together. The fuck is he doing? <laughs> is he doing Tai Chi? Yeah. It's part of part of being part of the dudist. Being a dudist. I gotta grow my hair like that again. Just be a dudist. I like this house. Jesus. Fine, buddy. Mr. Lebowski. Just call me the dude. That shirt that he's wearing. He's smoking a blunt? No. J, man. Oh, is it J? Oh, she asked. He goes, You mind if I smoke a J? Yeah, you smoke Nice. I like old man Jeff Bridges. Why would you hire him to go look for your for your for your daughter? Well, he's he's him? already shady enough. Uh, obviously, needs the money. Funny stuff. <laughs> we have bunny. <laughs> no funny stuff. <laughs> oh my god sorry about the background guys there's stuff going on here what did Phil what, what did uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman what has he done up to this moment up to I know that. Chipotle was a couple years after this I believe, and I think 
Oh, he, I think he was in that Ben Stiller movie. Was that after also? Let's see. And we are introduced to Jesus. Jesus. Today, um, he did Boogie Nights. Okay, yeah, I was trying to. He get was there. in Twister. Son of a woman. No, nobody's fool. He was in nobody's fool. I know that. Yeah, he had okay. a pretty decent. So he career. had he had some stuff. Like I said, I mean, you really look at the the cast. These are these aren't nobodies. These are guys that have have a career. Starting off in career. And of course, John Turturro. That's right. Next time I'll see John Turturro is going to be as Carmine Falcone. I'll be fascinated how he's going to play that. I think he'll do a perfect job on that one. Yeah, I think he will too. All right, folks, I am now an ordained dudism. That, that, that was fast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Did you get that quickly? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yep. How are you going to do that? Check our little uh, chat thing going on. Okay, hold on. He's a pervert dude. I love this, this flashback of the things he has to do. Yeah. Better ass. Oh, my God. How do you kidnap yourself? Okay. And, yeah, and yes, folks, that thing attached to his chest is a beeper. I am the Eggman. I am the Walrus. I love the fact that Donnie has his own conversations back there. That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, The Big Lebowski is actually loosely based on a 1946 mystery classic called The Big Sleep. Uh, as uh, Coen Brothers wanted to create a film with a complex plot that ultimately unravels into nothing, basically, kind of what I said about the movie. It's a it's a movie with a plot that just it ends up with nothing. It's just doesn't doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> I 
Yay! And uh, the big sleep, if anybody's interested, if they want to like check it out or go there, it's uh, actually a Humphrey Bogart, Lauren Bacall movie. Uh, screenplay by William Faulkner. So, I mean, it's it's not a a throwaway movie, definitely. It's it's something that if you guys want to check it out and see, just kind of do the comparison with it. Well, I too have been ordained in the religion of Judaism. Here we go. So, uh... The, the asylum, uh... Embraces yeah. all, all 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 religions and uh, so and uh, you know, outlooks and ministers of Judaism. Right. So, uh, should I call you Father? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just minister. Just minister. I'm also yeah, again. I'm an ordained priest. For uh, oh, that, that is true, and that is very true, guy yeah, of, of that, the, the asylum. It's <laughs> the the captain is an actual ordained priest. So, if you want to get married or anything else, contact him. He does weddings and bar mitzvahs. I won't do the snipping though. Get queasy about blood. Mm. Also, uh, Je- uh, Jedi. I also am able to do uh, Jedi. Oh, really? Yeah. I figured in the uh, in, in the world that we're in, you know, I wanted to make sure I was you know available for everybody. Check all, check all yeah. the, do- you know, check all the uh, check marks. Yeah. I just love how weird this movie is. <laughs> now it's funny you were talking about the uh, his clothes. Yeah. That he was wearing. That was actually the same clothes he wore from the Fisher King, the T-shirt. Really? Yeah, the ba- the the baseball. That's another t- good movie. The, the baseball T-shirt with the with the Japanese logo on, writing on the top. That's actually the same exact one. Uh, he did like I think it's like seven years earlier. Another eight years. good. That's another yeah, good. Yeah, movie. really good. Robin movie. Williams is in that movie too. Yep. I think he got did he got nominated for that one or? Maybe I'm wrong. I will have to look it up later. Uh, I don't believe he was nominated for Fisher King. No, Robin. I think Robin, oh, Robin was nominated. Might have been. Robin yeah, might have been. I think he was nominated. Okay. Damn. Passed out. I love his character so much. <laughs> Donut shop. My brother had that car. My older brother. Of course, it didn't look like that. But. Yeah, that car. Um, actually, that car specifically has a, a, a history. Uh, that car was actually used here and in X Files, and actually finally met its end in X Files. 
Oh really? Yeah, it was it was just beat up, and I, I can't remember the the episode that it was a part of. But yeah, it was one of those. It was one of the one of the ones that it was just like it was reused. You know, it got beat up enough, and they're like, okay, well, they I guess X Files needed something. What the hell? Is that a car phone that he has in his car? No, yeah, it's a, one of the old um, briefcase cell phones. Oh, the, the portal. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I was like, he has a car phone in there. So the, uh, the shut the fuck up Donnie through this whole movie is actually an inside joke because if you look at Buscemi in other Fargo movies, he never shuts up. Mm-hmm. He's always talking. So in this movie, it became a joke with him. That's why Don, that's why he's always being told to shut up. shut up. Yeah. He barely has any lines, I think. But if you look back at any of the other characters he's played in Fargo, yeah, yeah, or he's... not Fargo, but Cohen movies. Yeah. Did the Cohen brothers do the Huck Sucker proxy? Was that them too? I believe so. Yeah, I believe that was them. Yeah, I was just thinking about that because I, I think, think you, had Dave, Bish- you had Bashami in that one, right? Yeah, and David Huston was in that movie too. Yeah, I believe that was another crazy movie. <laughs> Dude. I know people just like just got to get the last fucking word in. I hate people like that. Oh, drive me insane. Speaking of the F-bomb, or the F-word, this movie actually beats out another rather rough movie, uh, an 80s gangster movie, for more F-bombs. 80s gangster movie? 80s gangster movie. Cipro- no, Cipro wasn't a no, gangster No, 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 you're going too hard, hard on the gangster. Think of just any gangster movie. Doesn't, doesn't have to be your Italian gangster. That's the only ones I know. I don't. There, were there other ones? Yes. This movie uh, has utters a total of two hundred and ninety-two times the F word, putting it ahead of Scarface as one of the most vulgar movies of all time. Was, good, was Goodfellas around this time? Uh, yeah. Goodfellas, no, Goodfellas was. 90s. No, 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 no. You're right. It was. Well, no, 80s. it was around this. It was in the nineties in this decade, but earlier, I think. I think it was like ninety-four, mm. ninety-five. But yeah, it's this one. Uh, yeah. It's it's not saying it's the most vulgar, uh, but it's it puts it as one of them nudging out again. Like I said, Scarface. What um, was it? What? What was it? Scarface. I just told you. Oh, Scarface. Okay. Yeah. Mm, drugs are bad. I'm trying. Sorry, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. Hey, man. What are you doing, Walter? Thank God I don't have a friend like that. What <laughs> Fucking car, this gate's beat up. Damn. 
So originally that that car wasn't supposed to be um, the uh, the Grand Torino. It was actually supposed to be a, a Chrysler LeBaron. Oh. But um, unfortunately, John Goodman was a little too big to fit into the LeBaron, so they had to change cars. What you making over there? Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> I think it's kind of Chris blow in the movie, kind of like you know, make a little cocktail and watch this. So. <laughs> Here you shoveling. Sorry, ice. I didn't. Uh, my bad. I didn't <laughs> hit the. Uh, I didn't hit the mute button. Ooh. I'm sorry, guys. Ooh. Usually I'll hit the mute button. That's perfectly fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, that's why. That's my football. I'll probably get yelled at later for it. Oh no, no, I'm laughing. I love that. I think it just fits the movie. So yeah, yeah, you so. I'll just wait for the right time to do it. I think this is. Yeah, I, used, I used to open up my beer bottle, my beer cans on here. Just <laughs> again, we don't see John bowling. We never get a chance to see him bowl. Or Jeff. Yeah, yeah. No, Jeff never. Yeah. And, we we do see that John is bowling, but we don't see him actually doing the act of, you know, the bowling. So uh, Jeff used to ask the Coen brothers before he would shoot. He's like, "So is 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 the dude high now or or not?" So if he if uh, he got the answer that he was high, he would rake his rake his knuckles across his eyes. To, to get a, like the bloodshot look. Oh. <laughs> Shomer shot. What's that? Is that religion? It's part of a Jewish religion. Okay. 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 Shavas. He's adding Chavis. the extra. Yeah, but Shavas. Yeah. Okay. Shomer Shavas? Shomer fucking <laughs> Shavas. Unfortunately, you don't have friends like that, but I, I have a couple. Do you? I don't. I, do, I don't have any uh, friends like that. Thank God. <laughs> I don't think I could stand it. <laughs> if they, if I even hear nudges like that, I would leave like a bye. There's a couple of friends on my Facebook page who I think are like that, and I think they're, I think they're kind of like, um, sort of your friends who became my friends through connection. Oh yeah, but I have never like you know, in person met somebody like that. I just don't think I could stand it. <laughs> Where's your car, man? Why did he park in the handicap spot? That's great. I didn't ever notice that till now. (laughs) 
So it's never mentioned what the dude does, right? Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. He did, well, okay. There's never mentioned. That's why they originally were talking about that he was going to be like the heir to the Rubik's Cube fortune. Oh, this cop, I believe, if I'm correct, he played in Rocky Five. He was the promoter. I forgot his name. Hit me and I'll sue. Hit me and I'll sue. Sue me for what? That's him. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He's been in uh, been yeah, quite, he's quite been a, a lot. <laughs> what is the cop doing? Is he cleaning up the weed? He's like, yeah, man, we got to hit. <laughs> I'm unemployed. I got no job. I think it would have been a cool little twist if they did mention, yeah, man, I'm the heir of the Rubik's Cube fortune. That kind of would have fit in this movie. I understand why they didn't put it in, but maybe it's kind of like, you know, you have to assume something that he has some kind of like income. Well, he always talked, you know, they kind of talked about that he was part of the Seattle Seven. And it's, so that always you know, lent more to being like a hippie in the you know the, in the sixties and standing against the man. So I just assumed that he just you know had just had money and just like lived very like low end. Yeah, see, they don't have the cops' names on here. They have the police chief that we haven't met yet. He's gonna be later, but. Uh, Richard Gant. Hey, Richard Gant's been in a lot of movies. That's what I'm saying. He's he, he's very familiar. He's another one. Wow. Yeah. Ah, oh, Julianne Moore. Yeah, even even the other even even the other cops been on a quite a bit of movies. He was in Fisher King, NCIS, Boston Legal. Yeah, he's got quite a quite a resume himself. Oscar winner Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. She was in, before this, she was in Jurassic Park Lost World. And. Was that before this? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's 97. But she didn't pick up steam till after 98. Uh, TV roles, small roles here and there. And then she, I'm trying to look for one, when she did Assassins, but it doesn't show it. This whole thing is out of whack.
Okay. <laughs> Love you. She's just asking me about sex. You interested in it? What? Yeah. What? Uh-huh. One of those freaky artist types. Now those people I know. Yeah, I'm just going to make myself a drink. <laughs> so, yeah, she's been in quite a bit before uh, Before this. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, the, the INDB is kind of messed up on her. Yeah, to yeah I'm saying she's got... Carl Hungus. There we go. You also have uh, Asia... Asia... <laughs> Sierra or something like that. She's... <laughs> I just love the title, Log Jamming. Gotta have that porn here. Yep, there's her. Constantine Lucifer. Yep. Man, I can't believe it's him. Look how mm-hmm. young he is. And that's supposed to be Asia Carrera, whatever. Yeah, that's Asia Carrera. Yeah. Okay. Blink, and you'll miss it. Chit-chit, man. I think he downs about 17 of those. I think so. Because every time you see him, he's, he's just um, sipping on those white Russians. That's a wig, right? For Julian? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Cause... Okay. Cause that's... Kind of fits the character, too. The bob haircuts usually are associated with the artsy types, so. (laughs) I love how they keep going back to that rug. The rug, the rug is the MacGuffin of the whole movie. Hysterical. Hey, how you doing? Take the drink with him. <laughs> of course, why not? You gotta down that shit, man. And then, oh, God, who's this guy? I can't I never remember his name. I've always seen him in a bunch of... Uh, the driver? Yeah. Oh, man. What the hell is the dude wearing? Those are not Crocs. Those are, like, girly sandals. Nice pre-Crocs. They, they, they weren't around yet. Uh, God, this guy's familiar. Hold on. Yeah, it's... Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> uh...
Amazing he doesn't spill that drink. Would you? No. Got to say the drink, man. Uh, what's his name? Don Don Pereiro, I think. I don't have it on here. I do. You probably have it. I don't. Let me see. No, Don Herrero. That's what it is. Don Herrero. Okay. <laughs> Dom's Ben and God. Everything, right? He he's, looks familiar. Yeah, no, he, yeah, why don't you uh, actually see what he's been in? I mean, he's, he was a stand up comedian for the most part. Uh, King of Queens, he was known for. He was in uh, Seinfeld. King of Queens? Oh, Lena Remy. Oh, boy. I was like, Lena Remy. Going back to Say by the Bell. Not, a, not a lot in the movie wise. I mean, he's, you know, Spitz, Hollywood Shuffle, The Adequate. Uh, Silence of the Harris. What? Silence the what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That had to be a B movie. I think I probably recognize him more from because he was like Caroline in the City, Hercules, Home Improvement. Oh, Caroline in the City, huh? Yeah. Big Caroline in the City fan? No, I'm just saying the rundown oh, okay. of what he's been on. Just asking. I think what I do remember him from is from the Aristocrats movie. And he's barely drank that white Russian. It was a limo, man. I bet you there was a refill on there. It had to be a quick refill because he was he he was like midway done in the other in the cab. And he gets here and is basically full. He must have filled it really fast. I don't know why I noticed these things now. Like little things I pick up on. Seymour Hoffman is so good. Even a movie like this, you can tell. It's going to be very hard to play like the straight character. Like he's playing like the straight laced one. A little bit of humor, but I'm just saying like a straight laced, like he's basically his confidant. Got to have some discipline to play characters like that. Bump me into an iron tanker. Yeah. Nine, sorry, nine white Russians. That's the, that's the uh, body count on the on the white Russians. Okay, I was gonna say seventeen. That's a lot. Uh, I think the peed rug is mentioned seventeen times. That's what I was reading. Okay, because I'm saying yeah. they they mentioned that rug a lot. Yeah, the dude's rug uh, being peed on is mentioned seventeen times throughout the movie. The I'm fact that it can... really ties the room together is noted five times. Okay, is that a food? It's a toe. A bunny's toe? No, it's not a rabbit's foot. No. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's bunny's toe. <laughs> oh my god, they actually sell the rug. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm looking at it online right now. 
they they sent lace. They got a, they got the rug T-shirt. Ugh, I don't want that. So the diner where where they're at is a uh, is a non-functioning film location in Los Angeles. Actually, I've seen this place before, uh, but it's also um, been in other feature films: American History X and uh, another LA movie, uh, Volcano. Ooh, is that Pierce Brosnan and? Um Yes, yes. Linda Hamilton, right? Yeah. Was it was it yeah. Linda? Yeah, I think it was Linda. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in quite That's bad one. Yeah. Or is it or is it, or is it Tommy Lee Jones I'm thinking of? Well, there's two Volcano movies. Yeah, there's two, movies. two Volcano movies. Yeah, I don't I don't know which. Uh, sorry. I wasn't into the Volcano movies. But yeah, there's a lot of places around LA like that. They're just like just kind of there, not functioning. And that diner could be for anything, actually. God, mm-hmm. I'm saying I've probably seen that diner in so many movies. Still's got that portable phone. Or is that his answering machine? No, I think that's his answering machine. Okay. Because I, yeah, I think when they come in, they beat the crap out of it. Hey, man. This is like a private residence. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Man. <laughs> we get introduced to the nihilists. The nihilists, yep. I love that. The pet possum. Uh, ferret. Ferret, I'm sorry. What is it, possum? I don't know. Same coloring, but uh, that's yeah, it's definitely a ferret. Thank God they didn't there, put the thank God they didn't put the fake squeal thing on ferrets. I yeah. hate that. Of course, there you have Flea from Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers. Uh, and then Peter, well, we've already seen Peter before. And then the tall blonde hair guy, not really mentioned on him. When I first saw this movie, I thought he was one of the guys from the X-Files. From the, uh, from, uh, the, uh, the, the three, like, um, oh, the, conspiracy guys. Uh, yeah, the conspiracy guys. They had their own show, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And I just, like, completely drawing a blank on the name of the show. Oh, my God. The three, three. Three, three, like, the, yeah, the I forget guy. what it is. But, yeah, I weird. thought that was him for the longest time, but it wasn't. Now watch the next time you see them, they've all changed clothes and they're wearing each other's clothes. They it's it's, it's a weird it's like one of those strange like little nuances. Like yeah, there's they're not wearing the same clothes but they're wearing each other's clothing now. Oh, the lone gunman, that's what they were called. Just came to me. Wow, yeah. Okay. Wow, just hit me. <laughs> I was like, you know, it has something to do with with the JFK assassination, and it was, it was it, they, they were one of those characters that like they fit so well. As oh, they did characters, yeah. but when you actually made them the main characters, just did not. Yeah, no. They, well. I mean, the certain characters like Fro Hickey and th- they yeah. that the character was good, had like depth, and it was good for them to be secondary characters on that show. But yeah, 
too much of one of them was just not enough. It was too bad. It's kind of like when I, when I'm when I'm watching Supernatural, and they they have talked or discussed, and they've had like two pilots for like spinoffs of those shows. One of them was really awful, which was a terrible idea. But the second one was a really good idea, which is the Wayward Sisters, and I thought that could have worked because you had an established character like Jody Mills, you had uh, Claire Novak, who was basically Castile's daughter, and I thought the characters were strong. I, I don't know. I thought they, they should have gone. They should have gone with the. Uh, I thought they would have would have gone. I didn't like the the Winchester the families. One? No, 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 no. The Winchester, where it was gonna, there was another one they were talking about to do where they were going to follow. Um, the cult. Oh, the cult. Yeah. yeah so now that yeah, one the, the West. Be, yeah. Now that one. That yeah, one would have been yeah. good. Old school, but that basically turned into Y on Herb. So, if you watch Y on Herb, that's basically what it is. Just with Y on Herb. Nihilist man, paint in my house. <laughs> Fucked up. What are they drinking? Is that Tab? No, Slim something. I'm looking at Bashemi's drink. It's not a pib, is it? No, this is because it. it has an S on it. Let's look at this. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, um, slice. Slice. Okay. You, if you look around the other side, there's two E's. Yeah. See, yeah, they. I remember. Right. Yeah, they did. There was a slice beverage, like a like a tangier like Sprite. Had more of a zip. I like slice. I think they still sell it too. I think it's a Pepsi product too. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you can see the full one now. Yeah, okay. There you go. Ah, good old Jeff Bridges. Flynn lives. And, and you get to and you, and you finally you get to finally fit kind of a face to face conversation with two icons. Really, I think this Yo, this scene yes. right here is is great, just because of the actors that are involved in this. I am shocked they have never been in a movie together, besides this one. And Sam Elliott is one of those men that he has looked the same Since for, for like for, yeah for like yeah. For almost 30 years, he looks the same. Long hair, short hair, still the same. But that's just the gray. I mean, like he, he got that, I think, like in... Did he, was he gray when, uh, when he did Road, Roadhouse? Yes, he was, yeah. He so was I think gray. he was starting to go gray in Roadhouse. Because I, I know he was a, a huge sex symbol. I think he started off with, what was it, the, the Frogs? Yeah. Was, the, uh, was his first like movie, like really bad B-movie. But then, uh, did you have you watched the uh, the man that killed uh, Hitler and yeah, Bigfoot? Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, and he's still just he's as good. good. I mean, great. I know he's older and he's he's reminiscing about his age and stuff, but it still does amazing. I even liked him in that awful Ghost Rider movie where he was like the older Ghost. Oh Rider. yeah, I loved him in Ghost Rider. Yeah, he did like a you know what you run through. 
The only thing I didn't like about the movie is, is the way he, he kind of like wussed out at the end. He's like, this is as far as I go there now. He's all you. Like, come on, man. Really? Well, no, because he was he, you, he he lost his power as the Ghost Rider. It was all going to I Johnny now. It, that could have been. That's one of those things you could have added on. Like, no. he has one last fight in him. Yeah, the last fight. Was but the then he just wussed the out. He's like, this is as far as I go. I don't think it would have added anything more to the movie ah, if he no, if he got involved. This is not like a, a narrative thing. It's like a wishful thinking. Thing. Yeah, I know. Just like some things are narrative, but that one's like you know that's one of my. Come on, give the man a chance. No. Let's see, you got your fireworks going on. By yeah. the way, happy Fourth of July, yeah. everybody! Yeah, happy Fourth, folks. We're doing yeah, this Fourth of July Saturday. We doing... oh, We're the only yeah. fools staying inside. No, no, there's a lot more other fools, and than... well, not fool. I'm just saying, yeah, like, just... You know, oh just man, being safe. I think I need to open up my window or open up my curtains. They're going off right out my backyard. Get oh, a good dude, show. They're, they're right next to me right now. I'm not sure if you heard it. And plus, we have a <laughs> no. Bear. I haven't. I haven't heard anything from your side. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No. Just a lot of talking. Not very little of that. Hold on, I'm gonna open up my curtain. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, good. Is that her? No, that's not her boyfriend. That's her handler, I believe. I went out with a girl who was almost identical to this. She was an artsy type person. She was an artist. That's what she was, and she had. She didn't have the apartment of this size, but very eerily similar, except with the dummies and a bald-headed German guy on her couch. All right, there we go. We're going to make all that noise. Might as well get a show out of it. Might as well. Embrace the chaos. So they apparently have a Lebowski festival. Um, oh, let's New go. York, New York, let's Los Angeles, go. London. They even have them all over the place. And they've actually had, it's all things dude. Uh, and they've, you've actually had Jeff, John, Steve, uh, John Toretto, and Julianne Moore. I've all attended these uh, these festivals. We should go. As soon as, uh, I'm, I'm as, soon as so the world opens up. When COVID up. is like going down, I want to go. Hell, when COVID is like basically wiped off, I'm going to start traveling a lot more. Trust me, there's going to be a lot more asylum on the road. Taking the show on the road. Been stuck home too long. I kind of feel like Danny DeVito and, and uh, Batman Returns. I've been down here too long. That's a movie we should do sometime, just for the for the hell of it. I'm sure we'll do all the Batman eventually, or Batman. Batman. We gotta do them. We've only done one. Mm-hmm. It's only when it mattered. And one Superman movie, so. See? <laughs> I love the fact that the the, uh, the Nihilist band kind of looks like Devo. Oh, yeah. This is the album cover? That's hysterical. Oh, here's a doctor. This guy's been in some stuff. Uh, 
I don't know. He looks, looks familiar, familiar, but I just think it's just that he looks familiar. I don't think I, it's who face. I'm thinking it is. Yeah. Yeah, because the voice doesn't doesn't do, sound familiar. Do, 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 up my back door. Oh, I love CCR. One of the best behind the music episodes ever in VH1 was of CCR. Talking about tragedy, how they were ripped off. Man. They went on stage and took You know who instruments. he kind of reminds me of? It's probably what, maybe what you were thinking of. Uh, the guy that played uh, Vincent uh, Tortelli and, uh, oh, and Cheers. Yeah, um, that's yeah, I right. I remember yeah, the guy's name. Yes, you're correct. Good pull, sir. Nick, Good pull. Nick, yeah, let's see. The guy that played Nick. Yeah. Ooh. Dan. Man, that car gets the crap beat out of it. That car should be dead. Yeah, Dan, uh, Dan Hedy. Hedy. Headache? Yeah, something like that. He's been in a lot of lot of movies. I think my favorite one was uh, him and uh, Adam's Family. Was he in Adam's Family? He was Adam's Family, Clueless, Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, Joe versus the. Talk ooh. about a good movie there. Man, got a brain, got a brain cloud. That's a ooh. <laughs> Now, the dude, the character of the dude was inspired by a real-life person, film producer Jeff Dowd. Uh, he also, he was a, um, he was a producer, like I said, a yeah, producer, but he, uh, he helped uh, finance uh, the Coen Brothers' first movie. Uh, and like the dude, he was part of the Se uh, Seattle 7 and uh, lives with an extreme lax lifestyle, just like the dude. So very, very similar. I've seen pictures of the guy. He... They really, they really nailed it. Uh, the shirts. He he is a he is a connoisseur of the uh, Caucasians as well. Well, basically, the, uh, the Seattle Seven were uh, the most famous members of a Seattle Lib uh, Liberation Front, uh, anti-war organization uh, formed in Seattle, of course, uh, just as uh, the SDS was breaking apart. They, uh, that's who they were part of, so that's what they referenced. Wow, they are putting off some big fireworks next door. 
Ouch. That poor car. <laughs> Stay in the car, Donnie. <laughs> so, so when this uh, movie was released in Norway, they uh, the Norwegian uh, promotional poster of the in uh, videos for the film also had a text, and I'm not going to say what it said, but basically, it's saying that it's recommended by the Norwegian Bowling Association. So that when they, when they were releasing this movie, it was uh, it was saying that it was endorsed by the, their bowling group in Norway. <laughs> I'm sure when that group went to go watch it, they were like, what the? Oh, I'm sure. Ask if he's still writing. He's in a freaking lung. That kid's face. Jesus. <laughs> Is that his dad in the background in that freaking Michael Jackson tube? Yeah, Iron Lung. Yeah, because because <laughs> if he, if you heard him at the beginning, where that, that he was a writer for a a television series. So I think Brandon was the name of the television series, and they were talking to him about how much they they enjoyed the, the show. Have you ever heard of Vietnam? Yeah, <laughs> and the here, hell, man? here comes this is great. Here, here we go. Here comes the best scene for John Goodman in this movie. Oh, without a doubt, dude. That car has been beat. <laughs> no. Nah. At least the trunk still closes. Damn. <laughs> Look at that. This had to be the best money for this kid. He oh, did nothing. Yeah. He had that one facial expression, and that That's is it. it. The whole thing. He did nothing else. But he didn't get paid, though. According to SAG, you have to have a couple words. To get your, actually, to get your SAG card. Well, maybe you get it later on. I think with, with him being young, he probably still had to. What is Typhoon doing in this movie? Yeah, like no, I thought that. Yeah, no, I thought that. I thought that was. Earth, I thought that was earthquake. Earth, earthquake, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was earthquake. Earthquake. <laughs> I was John Tenton for a second, like John. Oh. Dude, it does look like John Tenton. <laughs> when I first saw, it, I was like, "Oh, that's not him." I was listening to the accent. It looks. 
I met John Tender too. Cool guy. Oh, that poor fucking car. That car. Dude, if Eastwood saw you beating up on a Gran Torino like that, man, you'd be dead. Uh, dead. Oh, my. Yeah, to, to, good. <clears throat> oh, yeah, go, go, fuck. Still for my dad's <laughs> this playlist. Is, this is the <laughs> best right here, just this whole scene. Yeah, they're all nonchalant. Look at that. Oh, no, JJ. You can see dude so pissed off. He doesn't even yeah, want to talk to them. The other, so the other mad, two are like, dude, whatever. He's... <laughs> he's so mad he doesn't even want to eat. You know what? I've had nights like that where people around me are just chilling. I'm just so pissed. <laughs> I didn't have... Oh, yeah, go, go, va. You know, the style of clothing that he has totally embraced that hippie style. I ain't gonna stop him, dude. <laughs> Especially since he did it backwards. <laughs> and look who's there. That is Mark Pellegrino. Of Supernatural and Lost Fame. So uh, a friend of the Coen brothers, Peter uh, X-Line, was uh, also an inspiration for the film. He was the one who coined the phrase, it really ties the room together for the rug. But also referencing his the rug, uh, rug he was also once found, um, let me try that again, he's also once found a schoolboy's homework in, a, in his car after it had been stolen and he later confronted him with it. So that whole scene that we just got done seeing actually happened. It was taken from somebody that did that. This looks like a, this, this scene looks like a lot, like Lost Boys. That or the Karate Kid, you know. Yeah, I know. Ooh, wait, wait yeah. for Johnny to go beat up. Jack, that's a Jr. nice bed. Smanky. That's what he calls him. Come on, Smanky. Man, you could have, like, you could have made this guy, um, what the hell was his name? Um, what was the, the, the dad's name on the Brady Bunch? The father. Peter? Do you remember his name? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Oh, Peter was one of the kids. I don't know. Mr. Brady, whatever. You could admit you could have tied this in with like some kind of 70s series and like Mr. Brady, like in his elder years, became like a porn director in the same house. Hey, Mr. Brady, what happened? Well, you know, things didn't go too well. Peter, you know, went to drugs and then Greg went to the army and all that stuff. Like like clinical depression. Actually, it's wow. very depressing. Okay. So where are you going with all that? All right, sorry. I just, I just thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. That's kind of depressing. Uh, 
Peter goes to war, Greg dies, or Bobby becomes a hooker. I don't know. So another tie-in to a, uh, a, a, a classic 90s movie, Roadhouse. Yep. That's, yeah, that was the, uh, the villain. Yeah. I forgot his name. What was his name? What, in, in Roadhouse or the actor's name? No, in Roadhouse. He had like a specific name. Well, it was Brad Somehow Wesley. He- was, this, was it Wesley? Yeah, Brad Wesley, yeah. Brad Wesley, okay. But yeah, I mean, again, talking about, you know, uh, ben, ben Gazzara, I mean, just Thomas Crown Affair, Summer of Sam, I mean, Buffalo 66, just tons, tons of great movies that he was in. Thomas Crown Affair, very underrated movie. Yes. That's what Rene Russo and Pierce Brosnan, I believe. Yeah. That's was. the remake, because there actually is an original. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he was in the, he was in the, he uh, was the original? Okay. No, 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 the remake. Oh, the remake? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the hell? He's supposed to write something down, and he, that's yeah, he's got a picture of a freaking. Poke shit in the woods. Nice. I like those couches, though. They look very Doctor Who-ish. They could be in the TARDIS. All right. I haven't said it in a while. Shot time. No, that was a forced one. Sorry. Is that a forced one? That was forced, yeah. There's okay. no, no, no references. Uh, yeah, we only do it when, you know, somebody it was an actor or, you know, a ref. Okay. Yeah, no, that was just, that was weak. So Sorry. not a piece of furniture? Okay. I'm just saying it you were reaching, like it you were reaching on that one. Sorry, I was just... No, it, could, it, it, it looks like it could be in the TARDIS. I'm just saying. Weak, 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 weak. All right. say, boss. It does. Ooh. Nothing nice like that. Oh, he spiked his drink. So weird seeing Pellegrino with long hair. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta get your start somewhere. Oh, there he is. He spilt one. Oh. I never watched Lost, but apparently he was really good in that show, too. Jackie the dude. <laughs> Gutter balls. Well, that's the name of his uh, his pool team. It's the Gutter balls. Once again. Captain being correct. Another great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. 
that has to be a nod to the Hucksucker proxy right now. Well, I'm pretty sure, yeah. They they did a pan like that in that movie with the building. That is a definite nod to it. Not what said I'm saying, but Is this the weird musical number I'm thinking of now? Yes, I think it's Yes, yeah, this is the dream one. Like what do you say to this? You just watch it and enjoy it for mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, because it's just fun just fun to watch. <laughs> so the first edition of the late great Kenny Rogers singing here. Yeah. Is that Kenny? That's Kenny. Back back wow, with Wow, doesn't back, sound like him. Back with new edition, yeah. Or the first edition, not new edition. Yeah, I mean, I you, gotta, say, you, you Kenny, gotta Kenny with new edition. Yeah, that'd, that'd be that'd a different band. Can you awesome. imagine that? Dude, you gotta realize, man, this is like 1967. Popcorn love with Kenny Rogers and Bobby Brown. <laughs> no, Mister <laughs> Telephone Man. Oh, oh, <laughs> Mister Telephone Man. It's a country song if you really listen to it. <laughs> it, it actually, it is. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, 1967. So yeah, definitely is not going to sound like Rogers that we knew. I mean, that's why kind of threw me off. Okay, you can hear the Kenny a little bit. Yeah, there's certain like words you like. Okay, yeah, there, there it is. But oh, those are the dreams I have every night. There we go. And okay. again, the dude never bowled. Nope. Maud was a uh, was the one bowling. His hand was just on it on her own. <laughs> If I had the patience, I would grow my hair out like that again. But... I'm working on it. I'm thinking about it. Maybe one last ride. What the hell? It's an Eilis. Remember he said, Oh, he, that's right. Yeah. I cut off your Johnson. <laughs> so eerie. Come here. Yeah, Fleet Fleet doing his uh his acting. Yeah, it's a few few roles he's been in. Usually he he'd play something odd. I think probably my favorite one was um Son in law. With Pauly Shore, he put he, oh, he played yeah. the, he played the tattoo guy. He's like, no, I've gotten a bunch of tattoos, and nothing's wrong with me. And they're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna leave now. God damn, doing son-in-law, Jesus, you're winning the night. <laughs> Ooh. And another famous face. That's right, Liana Ro- Rosemo Rose- Rose- Rosemo Rosemo Rosemo, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Star Trek, Prison Break, Cold Case, Bones. Hello, <laughs> here's a note. Come on, man, let me go. And of course, the movie you mentioned, True Grit. True Grit. Also in there. I think he was in Hucksucker too. He looks familiar. Again, like I said, I mean, if you he was in uh, Star Trek Undiscovered I, Country, 
Bones, uh, Jericho, Prison Break, Cold Case. Ooh, Jericho. Ooh, wow. So, uh, let's see. The Phantom. He was in The Phantom. Great movie. Uh, Double Dragon. Adventures of Huck Finn. Silver Bullet. Good movie. Oh, is that with, um, what's his name? Pat Was it Corey Feldman? Corey Haim? Yeah. One of the Corys. Yeah, Corey, yeah, Corey, I, Corey and, uh, and One uh, of the Gary. most underrated werewolf movies oh, of yeah. all time is good Silver movie. Bullet. Yeah, really good movie. So good. That's what the, um, Gary Busey's yeah. in that movie as well. Yep. So I just said, yeah. sorry, it's okay. And the priest, but yeah, plays the werewolf. Spoilers. Who plays the priest? Uh, he's not a famous. Oh, okay. He's kind of. Uh, a so character. I thought you were saying Busey played. The no, 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 like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Busey, I think, is the, the father. I think. No, his he uh, Busey's uh, the uncle. Is the uncle? Okay, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, no, I'm saying like the the priest in that movie is the werewolf. Yeah, which is kind of odd. That's uh, Everett McGill played the uh, the priest. The priest, yep. Heartbreak Ridge, License to Kill. Man, he has not aged pretty. He wasn't a good-looking guy to begin with, but woof. Those wrinkles just overtook the face. Well, I hate to tell you we're <laughs> heading down that road, pal. So I hate the fucking... Hopefully not for a while. Damn, he's the... <clears throat> Man, threw him out of the car, too. That's an aggressive taxi cab driver there. Don't talk bad about the Eagles, man. That's just that's how it is out in L.A. Oh, and who's driving by? Buddy. Las Vegas. Looks fine to me. Yeah, she got all her digits. Got all digits. So, uh, what's going on there, guys? A little chicanery. I used to have. I used to have an apartment like this. What trash like that, dude? Like, yes, I had a roommate. Oh, that was like during the. Uh, I will call it like you know in Metallica terms that the alcoholica period. It was bad. He fucking gets stripped up by his own fucking security system. Man. Damn. Dude, come Hello. on. Hello. Uh what happened? There you go. Oh, it's it's the sex part. You know, they're not showing it. They blacked it out. Oh, Damn. there wasn't anything to show. I mean, do we really yeah. want? Do we really want to see that? Never happened to me. I never had a girl drop her towel like that. Huh? No, oh, I'm sorry. Or robe. It's always like I got a. I can't. I, can't I came home to one wearing, wearing a ref's out referee's outfit with a wig on. What? Yeah, that was fun. I oh, I hate you. I hate you. Damn it, that's a good one. I always wanted one of them to be one of the hockey viewers. Nothing else. Hair pulled back. Hmm. Anyway, sorry, I got off. <laughs> What year does she do assassins? Uh, 
Did I see assassins on her list? Assassins with, um, I believe. I'm trying to think what year it was. I know who was in it. it was Banderas, Stallone, and her. Was it '96? I'm gonna say. Uh, 95. 95. Okay, Electra, that was close. Yeah. It was close. So I'm saying, like, she had a big career before this. I mean, before yeah. she had she had assassins nine months, roommates nine and a half months. Yeah, that's another good yeah. one. No, no, just nine months. Not nine. Was it called nine months? It was just nine. nine I'm thinking nine and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking of body of evidence. I mean, she she got a hand that rocked the cradle. She, I mean, she had a she had a career. Hand that she was the hand that rocks the cradle. Yeah, she played uh, Marvin Craven. I don't know. I think she was the friend of. Yeah, she might have been the neighbor or something. But okay. I remember uh, Stephen Weber was in that film. Stephen Weber of uh, Wings fame. I think he got his end pretty bad too. Just remember the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world. I remember that line from the trailer. Man, this guy has like white Russians already made for him? No, no, he he was just making it. Okay. As they as were having the conversation. I'm going to start drinking white <laughs> Russians now. I'm thinking, I, 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 I am an ordained priest in Buddhism. Uh, so. Yeah. Actually, we both are. So I will call you Reverend. You can just call are, are me. You, are you dudeness? Or are you dude? No, I want to be the real dudeness, man. You're already an ordained priest. Just call me dude. Fireworks. Nice and pretty. Glad I opened up my window. <laughs> How is it over there? Still loud? No, it's kind of quieted down. Yeah, it's, it's still ramping up. It's still early. Well, you you live out in BFE, so they're... they're they're gonna go all no. night out there. They, oh, they, they're gonna they, go. They all start slowing night down. Nice name. That's something you guys may not have known uh, or noticed. You probably will see here in a little bit. But uh, through the whole movie, Donnie's shirts for the bowling aren't his. They say like Austin or Pete or something like that. He wears no shirt that says Donnie on it. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I think this one was just like a just a beat the crap out of Buscemi uh, movie. I mean, they just the like shit on Buscemi. Yeah, I mean, is? you think about it. You have to shut up, shut up, Donnie. They they don't give him a shirt with it with the name on it. Um, what happens to him later in the movie? What do they call those hoodies that are like that that he's wearing? Uh, they have a specific name. Yeah, for I'm trying to remember. I used to own a couple of them. Because I used to, I, no, I have one that I bought recently, like a year ago. I found it in Ross. It was like 15, 11 bucks. I still got it. So comfy. Yeah, another guy, great cameo yeah. or, or. Come on, fuck brother Seamus, man. Yeah. Come on, you know who brother Seamus is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep, John Polito, the late John great. John Polito also yeah. was in a movie that we did, I believe, last week. Yeah. He was in the Crow. Yeah, exactly. Crow, Rocketeer, Gangster Squad. Yeah, passed away 2016. Shit on me! Shit on me! Sorry. <laughs> All these movies seem to tie together. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose. I think we can always connect movies somehow. Oh, that's me making that noise. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Ouch. You okay there, pal? Yeah, no, I had something hanging off my microphone I thought was going to be fine, and then oh, it's not. Oh, hey. I just can't find any place to put my, my hand solo Millennium Falcon dice, so. What the hell was that, that farm? That farm was like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's farm? like dust ball. What the hell? That's, a, <laughs> that's not a farm. Yeah, show her that. That'll, make her, that'll make her miss home. Fuck that. That'll make me want to run. Jesus. I'd drink myself to death if I was living on that farm. Hard enough as it is, not like we even leave the house. And another quick cameo. If you're not familiar. I'm looking right now. The girl? Yeah. That is one Amy Mann. That's that's not Amy Mann. That really? is Amy Mann. Voices carry. Yes, sir. That is that does not look like that. That so looks like Amy Mann. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, that was her toe. Ouch. Yeah, she made a quick cameo on us. I gotta start somewhere. Oh, it's like uh um like she did a quick cameo here, but if you ever saw was it um Live Free or Die Hard? With mm-hmm. um, with uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, and Bruce Willis, the female villain in that movie, that's actually a, a singer. And uh, she just—it's funny. It's like she's known for her voice, her real career. Uh, Sam Phillips is her name. She never speaks a word. She got her voice cut out, but yet she's no. She's an. She's a. You know. She's a a, a singer. Hmm. Uh, she married uh, T Bone T Bone Burnett, uh, and, and T Bone's been known for. All sorts. Actually, he's he's really connected with the with the Coen Brothers. He does a lot of their their music. Uh, he was a big one during uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. He was the one that was all all over the uh, the soundtrack. Save for that. me from constant sorrow. Yeah. And John Goodman, I'm another uh, another one in, uh, from uh, that movie too. That's right. He played uh, the Cyclops. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah, this movie nice. and. And uh, oh brother, Arthur, I I used to like put them put them on like as, as it was bedtime just because it was always they were always great just fun movies to like kind of that was the one movie where actually I, I loved George Clooney because Clooney had left me with a sour taste after Batman and Robin and then he did that movie and I was like okay the guy can act and then after that he proved me over and over again how good of an actor he was so that's why I don't when you when when you hear about Batman and Robin I don't shit on him I just shit on the movie. <laughs> I just love his angry rants, especially about the being Jewish no. and, he, and he's not Jewish. Yeah. Las Vegas. 
His little dog goes with him everywhere. He's got a big old burly guy with a little dog. So, Paraquat is a herbicide. So, if if you if you needed to know, okay. So he's a human herbicide. Yep, and if you look, dying mm-hmm. so. It's a different name. What is that, Lou? And there you go. That is his only non-strike in this whole movie. Park cleaner south side. <laughs> he's doing his nails. Oh, he's making. Uh... What is he doing? Don't remember. He's no, he's not doing his nails. He's gluing something together. Did they break something of his? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, it's not nail polish, so it's something else. He's super gluing something. No, he's you know it's his name. Oh no, he's gluing himself. So, uh, so, John Totoro uh, packed, uh, packed his pants full of, um, bird seed. Good lord. To try to, sh- to give, to give, uh, the Jesus a little bit bigger, uh, package.
<laughs> Good lord, that car. It's done. It's dead. Lebronski. Oh my god, they're wearing each other's uniforms. Look at that. Yeah, I said like they changed. That's crazy. Yeah, I just noticed that right now. Is that the same car that Sam Remy used in his movies now? No. Maybe okay. same style. I think that might maybe that's what they, they drove during during those movies, but it's not the same car. They're trying to get dead. Dead. You get hit with a bowling ball like that, you gotta have a couple, at least a couple broken. Oh, ooh, bit his ear. Donnie's having a heart attack. Damn, you're going to be pretty strong to throw a bowling ball or something like that. Oh, he throws it down the ring anyways. Threw it in his oh, chest. Jesus. Just swing and let it go. It's going to fly. Ew. Ouch. And, of course, in true Coen Brothers fashion, they have killed Donnie. Again. Donnie's dead. This will be the third time they have killed uh, Steve in their movies. Yep. Dies in Fargo. And is he in? No, he's not in the um, Old Brother 4 out there. I don't think he's in the movie. No, I don't believe so. But I, I, if he is, he's, it's in like in a small role. Probably a quick, probably quick scene. Yeah, no. Uh, Miller's Crossing and in Fargo are the two that they okay. that he was killed in. 
Donnie's dead. Donnie's dead, yo. Is he wearing one? Is he wearing one of Donnie's shirts? Does it say Donnie on it? Uh, look at that. I don't think it says Donnie. No, it says AJ. Oh, so then probably, maybe they all have shirts that just that are from different people. They're so broke that they they just go to the Goodwill and pick up bowling shirts. Like a box man. Well, no, honestly, this is something I've gone through. When my my dad passed away, he he got himself cremated, and he asked for me to leave his ashes someplace. And I was like, "Well, okay, but I'm never going back to that place again." So I wanted a place for I could go visit, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I had to talk to them about splitting his ashes up. Oh my god, talk about like, well, why do you want to split his ashes up? And I just explained it. It's like, like you. He has requested for himself. He wanted to be buried somewhere else. I want him to be somewhere else. Uh, so this, he's in a situation where we can separate him. So I buried him, you know, at the location he requested. Picked a nice tree, buried him there, and then I, you know, got him someplace else. But yeah, they had to give him a, like a, a, a secure box. And literally, I told him what I was doing, and they're like, "That's crazy." Yeah, but they had to like they put this plastic box together that was like ridiculous to Jimmy open the. But yeah. Well, they think he was going to come back. I no, mean, I don't well, know if they just... think well, what I'm going to do with his ashes. I think it's really oh, okay. what they're thinking. Okay, like what, what are you going to like dump it out? Like you know. Yeah, that, that that's that's a little odd. It's a little overkill. Yeah, I mean, come on, was, yeah. you're, you're the son. I mean, what are you going to do with it? Like, I mean, people like will, will do this, spread their ashes, you know, someplace that maybe they shouldn't. So, I'm not saying I did either, but you know. <clears throat> but here's another part of the. Buscemi death each time he dies he gets smaller <laughs> in Miller's Crossing he dies just dies in Fargo he gets chopped up and in Big Lebowski he's in a Folgers cup he's in the smallest thing he could be and put in so yeah so it, it became it was almost like a little again another inside joke to pick on Buscemi with them Folgers they still make Folgers coffee? I'm pretty sure they do Medina Sod. 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 Okay. <laughs> that's, that's just great. There we uh, go. Sorry, dude.
Nice carry. Yeah, well. It's Donnie, man. <laughs> Dude. Yes, he does. So that, that that line, the dude abides, is a reference from Ecclesiastes 1 4 in the Bible. And the lines, one generation passes away, another generation comes, but the earth abides. That's where oh. they, it came from. So if you look at what t- took place during the movie, kind of connects a little bit. Hmm. We open that about does it? Yeah, mind there. And I'll see you next time. It would have been fun if they ever, you know, if they tried to get him to be like their their bookend piece to all their movies. Now we'll always cool. have the stranger there to kind of, you know, talk about what's going on. Yeah, he could. Just wrap things up or put him in like in the middle of the film or something. A little, not, nice little nod. He's like the Stan Lee yeah. of the Cohen universe. And I remember the hooks. Because I mean, when you look, yeah, when you look at all the movies that they were, that they had, I, I think he could fit in just. Yeah, he just could fit anywhere. in anywhere. He really could. He's just <laughs> Cohen cinematic universe. Hey, friends, you got something for me to drink? I have to head back on to see what Dalton's doing back in the road out. You understand why? And they always end up at the bowling alley. Jesus Quintana! What, David Thewlis is in this movie? I didn't know that. David Thewlis was, um... What was he in? He was in Wonder Woman... He was the villain. He was uh, Ares, if I'm correct. Uh, I believe I did see him in here. Yeah, he's in here. I was like, that's David Thew? Oh, shit. There's a lot of actors there. Look at that. Yeah, like I said, I mean, when you actually look at the list, uh, the, the cast is quite large. Ben Garza. Yeah. I love the music to this. Yeah, again, it's it, it's just one of those ones again where you know just a great soundtrack to the movie. It's very subtle too, not over the top. No, nothing. Kind of Relax, kind of chill. Yeah. Like the dude. Oh. Well, there we are, folks. The Big Lebowski. Thought I'd throw in something a little outside of our comfort zone. Oh. It's a white Russian when you need it. That's what the, make, that the film makes me want to do. I have a couple white Russians, get some rugs, grow my hair out, smoke, smoke a dude. Smoke a J. Smoke a J and just hang out and do nothing. 
Kind of like what I'm doing. Just doing nothing. Hanging out. I believe their next movie after this. It was over the war out there. And I think the next one. Yeah, I think it was next. Yeah, old brother. I think was the very next. Yeah, old brother one. was the next one. And hold on, guys. Give me one second here. One second, please, please. And here we go. Um. Uh yeah, big yeah. Old brother was the next one. Uh, Lady Killers. That's that's another one of theirs I've never seen. That's a Tom Hanks. One. That yeah, that one was an interesting one. That's uh, they wrote the screenplay for No Country for Old Men. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely a Coen Brothers uh, influence. I think I think they did True Grit. Uh, screenplay for True Grit. They didn't direct it. A lot of screenplays. Still, to me, well, probably one of my favorite movies from them of all times. Uh, like any of them, really, uh, you know, are great movies. But I, when I have to, if I if I have to pick a Coen's brother, Raising Arizona, hands down, yeah, is just like on point. To me, I'm a big fan of the Huxucker Proxy. I love that movie. It's so strange and weird. Oh, wait a minute. I was wrong. David Hugh uh, was not. It was Paul Newman was in this movie? Holy shit. In what movie? Uh, the Huxley Proxy. I'm just looking right now. Yeah, I think the Hudsucker Proxy to me was like their first like big name one. Yeah, I'm looking. Like, that oh, was like that was. Oh, oh Buscemi was in that one. Yeah. No, Buscemi was. Yeah, Buscemi was in. It's been around. Sam Raimi was in it, too. No wonder. Ah. John Polo was in it. Or Polito. John Goodman was in it also. I'm just seeing a lot of the connections here. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Raimi and them, and them, okay. them did uh, Crime Wave, but it was an 86 movie. No wonder. Yeah, so okay. there's, there's, there is there's a lot there's of connections. There's a lot of connections with Raimi in here. But like I said, yeah, to me, to me, raising Arizona just like just just because of the comedy, the actors that are involved. There's there's just it's there's so many such a great movie. It it reminds me or vice versa, um, something about Earl. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very 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 raising Arizona esque. Or my name series? is Earl, not something about my Earl. name is Earl. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. We understand. Okay. As long as you know where you're going. We got you, man. I knew you were headed. I gotcha. Working title films. I gotta say that was a little bit of an odd one, but hey, that was Yeah, that was the the Big Lebowski. Um hmm. I gotta say I still love it after all this time. It holds up. Holds up pretty well. Um and that movie's almost what, twenty two years old at this point? Mm, yeah. Yep, twenty two. Yeah. And they old actually enough to drink now. It's old, old enough to have a white white Russian. Yes, it is. It could drink by itself now. Doesn't need anybody else. Oh, to they did it. the uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Now there's a good one. I've always seen. That's an oh, that's another good one. Oh, Netflix, another Netflix one. yeah, that came out in 2018. That's that's a good one right there. Just I didn't like Hail Caesar too much. I didn't see that one. That one I, I didn't did like it. No, I thought I thought oh, the, the Han Solo, young Han Solo, was good in that movie. That was about it. It's probably why he was chosen to be young Han Solo, but different story 
but um yeah so that's it um so captain do the honors oh yes make sure you guys do check us out on heroesasylum.com uh or you can check out this podcast as well as our heroes asylum podcast which we do weekly uh you can uh, check out everything on there also at our youtube channel uh we don't have anything for midnight movie on youtube yet but one day we may someday but uh, and then uh, the rest of our social media will be for King to do Twitter at the Heroes Asylum podcast and Instagram at the Heroes Asylum. Also, also the Facebook page Heroes Asylum and Heroes Asylum podcast. We have many good things going on. I love the community, by the way. I just want to give a big shout out to everybody. Um, there's a goal of ours, and Captain, to actually have a community being created by the Asylum, and that has happened. It evolved over time. You guys are getting conversations. We love it. I'm posting some new stuff for their air daily. Get involved, share, like. We appreciate everything you guys do. And as always, from the captain to me to you, get to the asylum. Yeah.